that can change the way you think and feel about food, nutrition, workouts, and the confidence you have in your body to achieve those goals so you can become absolutely allergic to the mediocrity that you've been holding on to. I know we're going to have an amazing time together today, and I can't thank you enough for pressing play. Let's get started. Ah, hello. Hi, hi, hi. How are you guys? I am so excited to be back. Thank you all so much for being supportive during my time away. Y'all, it was inspiring. I got a lot of downloads. I learned a lot about myself and about our topic today, uh, which is effects of antibiotics on athletic performance, which might not spark a fire in a lot of people's hearts, but let me tell you, in mine, it sure got me going. (laughs) Um, Wow. It's been a minute, Uh, but I had to follow some of my own advice, which was you know, taking the time when I needed to take the time and really understanding what my body was asking me for. And that was taking a little step away, taking a little bit of recovery time while I was dealing with this illness. I was really sick for a couple weeks. And, you know, maybe I had a little bit of intimidation from the last podcast with Jonathan. Uh, I didn't know how to follow up on that one. But then I got this download and I loved it. Uh, And I'm so excited to share this with you guys because, wow. Um, and in true Sean fashion, of course, when I was sick, I couldn't just be sick. I wanted to get really sick, obviously. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I did. I got really sick and I ended up taking some antibiotics. And with that came, like I said, this download about this podcast and really understanding impact on my health, on my gut microbiome, on my athletic performance, how I can mitigate the effects that it has on my system or on the symptoms I was having, all these things. And you know, as much as I was struggling physically, I also really struggled mentally with this illness. Um, you know, because I couldn't be the athlete that I identify as, I couldn't be the coach that I identify as because I was sick. I needed to take time. I needed to be off. And I'm so used to being on all the time and with my clients and with my friends and with my community. And I really had to take a step back and that took a big toll. So that's why I really wanted to share this with you guys, because I think there's a lot of things that I learned that are very specific to me, to my history with eating disorders, my athletic performance, my um, familial history with health, all this stuff, right. That, you know, can affect how you're feeling and how your body reacts to things, all of those matter. Um, But also, you know, what equally matters is that you understand what antibiotics do to your system and how you can best set yourself up and these antibiotics up for success with you and your sickness. So that's why I'm here. I wanted to share this. 
If you guys have followed me for any period of time, you know that when I go through something personal, I want to share it with you guys to hopefully remove or at least lighten the burden if you have to go through the same journey or the same experience. You know, this whole human experiment that we're a part of is only as good as the experiences that we have. And if I can reduce the number of negative experiences you guys go through or help somebody out in some way so that they don't have to deal with all of the BS that I've been through, then I want to be able to help. So um, that's why I'm here. (laughs) So guys, I'm not a doctor, not even close really uh, yet anyways, but I have studied nutrition, fitness, and health and all sorts of things in this realm for the better part of 20 years now. Wow, I'm dating myself. Oh my goodness. Um, But, you know, personal experience does go a long way. And I spent a fair amount of this time off, quote unquote off, learning more about the gut microbiome because I think it's fascinating, but also asking questions of my doctor and my pharmacist and reading studies that they sent me and looking at medical journals and really trying to learn more about the effects of antibiotics on athletic performance and on health. Because I think a lot of people, and myself included, I want to be sick for a period of time and then immediately better. And that's just not how it works, right? I fought this sickness for so long thinking it was allergies, and it turned out to be so much worse than allergies because I just kept pushing it off and pushing it off. And if I had just addressed it at the beginning and really focused on addressing it then, I wouldn't have been sick for as long as I was or as intensely as I was. And that's okay. Yeah, I have autoimmune disorders, so... I'm still learning a lot about my own body and my own experience. And this really kind of helped me put things into perspective in terms of what my body can and can't do, what it can and can't handle, and what kind of help it needs when it does need help. Um, So yeah, so there's definitely some things I learned that are personal, and I'm more than happy to talk with you guys one-on-one about that. But for the point of this podcast, we're going to be focusing on the generalizable. So things that I learned um, that I wanted to pass to you guys, but also things that you can do to maybe mitigate some of the symptoms that you would see from taking antibiotics for any period of time. Um, So I think I want to start first by saying... Wow, medical studies are hard to read. They're so dry. Uh, but they have these cool little abstracts that sometimes make it a little bit better. <laughs> one of so there's two articles that I thought were like super, super interesting. Uh, the first one, I hope you understand why, uh, is called Oral Antibiotics Reduce Voluntary Exercise Behavior in Athletic Mice. <laughs> So cool. Uh, So this is from Science Direct. It's their most recent uh, issue that published this in Behavioral Processes. Um, But essentially in this experiment, they replicated these high runner mice that were selectively bred to love voluntary exercise. So there are these mice and they're like, wow, I love running. That's my kind of mice. Uh, and, And then the doctors provided these broad spectrum antibiotic cocktails that were used to reduce their gut microbiome which is, hello, what antibiotics do to humans, right? And so, uh, you know, the doctors were trying to create this experiment that was as close as possible to athletic performance in humans and what it looks like when we take antibiotics. And so what they found was that antibiotics decrease wheel running behavior in the high runners, especially in the high runners. So more so than in the control mice and more so than in other athletic mice, the high runner mice that love running that were like super hot for voluntary exercise, the antibiotics decrease their behavior more. And of note, I thought this was fun, is that the, the 
antibiotics decrease their wheel running duration, but not necessarily their speed. So for some mice, it did decrease their speed, but it decreased their wheel running duration more. So if they used to go for five minutes, they only went for two or three, et cetera, et cetera, right? So these antibiotics didn't actually cause any sickness symptoms. So these mice didn't have any impact on their body mass or the food or the water that they were drinking and eating, anything like that. So their consumption was the same. So the only thing that was being tested was literally the voluntary exercise for these high runners based on this cocktail of antibiotics that were decreasing the gut microbiome bacteria. Um, And so the last thing, but while I'm geeking out about this, that I want you guys to know is that wheel running by the high runner mice did not bounce back immediately when they stopped taking the antibiotic. It took upwards of two weeks for these mice to see the improvement that they all wanted, which was more endurance, or I'm sorry, longer endurance or better speed, getting back to their high running tendencies and voluntary exercise behaviors. Fascinating, right? Uh, And there's another one from the American Orthopedic Society of Sports Medicine. Um, This was a little bit older, but I think it still stands, um, is that it's called antibiotic precautions in athletes, which I honestly had no idea what that meant. So of course, I'm going to click on it. Uh, And it basically concluded that while antibiotics are a mainstay of treatment for bacterial infections, um, you know, anywhere from, you know, skin infections, UTIs, you know, uh, respiratory infections, all that kind of stuff. Um, athletes who maximally train and are at risk for illness or infections, when they used antibiotics routinely, and I'll go into that in a second, um, they saw that there was a link between the antibiotic use and tendon injuries, cardiac arrhythmias, diarrhea, photosensitivity, cartilage issues, and da-da-da-da, decreased performance. (laughs) So routinely, quote unquote, routinely is just using them as the doctor prescribed in any length. So anywhere from three to five, seven, 10 days. So realistically, this study was saying, you know, athletes who are training, who are in peak condition when they get sick and they end up taking antibiotics, there are definitely a a link or several to issues in athletic performance, but also to tendon injuries and all this other stuff, right? So this is not to say that you shouldn't take antibiotics, right? You definitely should because there are time there are a time and a place for antibiotics and it's important to communicate with your doctor or your health team about that because some things are just not going to go away on their own or it's going to take a really long time for them to go away or they could cause something else and another reaction in your system. So taking the antibiotics is a really good way for you to, you know, kind of recover faster if it's warranted. But antibiotics can work against, you know, I I mean, I listed a couple, but, you know, strep throat or ear infections, bladder infections, skin infections, all that kind of stuff. So let's dial it back for a second, learn about antibiotics from the basics, okay? Literal basics. So antibiotic is derived from the Greek word anti, meaning against, and bios, meaning life. Against life, yay, right? But it, it works by destroying the growth of bacteria. And it works in basically two ways. So it works by, you know, interfering with the cell wall formation of bacteria and the contents in that bacteria's cell, but it also works by preventing the bacteria from multiplying. So in addition to basically, you know, fighting existing bacteria, it's like, hey, now you also can't procreate. No more procreation for you. It's like, hey, 
no bacteria, you are not allowed to have more bacteria, which is great for you because it keeps you from getting more sick while it's actively fighting the infection that it that you have in your system, right? So, and I'll use this kind of um, analogy throughout the podcast, but it antibiotics essentially create a war within your body that seriously affects your performance, your health, your gut microbiome, all these things. So while you are trying to put all of your energy and effort towards fighting this infection in your system, your body is also putting all this energy and effort into helping the antibiotics do their job and fighting against the antibiotics because your system's like, what is this? But also, if you have something voluntary that you're doing, you're probably not going to have the mental tenacity to do all that many voluntary activities. And also, your athletic performance is going to be a little bit different. So there's a lot of things going on here. And, uh, you know, there, there are a couple of things that you can kind of expect with all antibiotics. There are, there are three main things that you're probably going to see, which is the first one is an increased sensitivity to heat and subsequent issues with dehydration, right? So if you have a fever, right, you have trouble maintaining your own body temperature, you're trying to fight this infection, um, you know, and you're also taking antibiotics now, you're going to have some issues with heat and with also the sunshine. So if you are used to wearing sunscreen, and if you're not, you should listen to my podcast on all things sun and sunscreen so that you know when you need to use it and also the proper amount to use. Um, Excuse me, but you are going to want to put on more sunscreen when you're in the sun if you're taking antibiotics because there's a chance you're getting sunburned more easily when you take antibiotics. Now, the dehydration part, I will also refer back to another podcast that I did about dehydration where I referred to your digestive system as a water slide. If you think about a water slide and you're at the top of a water slide and there's a little bit of water, you can start to go down, but then the water is kind of like trickling down and you get stuck in the middle of the water slide. Well, that's kind of food in your digestive system if you're dehydrated. You are trying to digest, but there's not enough liquid, and then it gets really iffy. But while your body is at war using these antibiotics in your system, there's obviously a lot of waste that it's creating. So if you're dehydrated, it's really hard for your body to get rid of this waste. So you should be hydrated so it's easy for your body to get rid of this waste. So have a lubricated water slide, guys. (laughs) Uh, I thought that analogy was great, but (laughs) maybe I may just smile. Um, The second thing is that you're going to have a slower pace or it's going to be harder for you to keep the same pace. So if you are running or you are exercising, you're used to endurance um, and you're on antibiotics, there is a definite impact of antibiotics on your athletic performance while you are taking antibiotics. But there's also an impact for about two weeks to four weeks after as well, while your body is still trying to build back up those bacteria in your system that are good for you. It's not an overnight, okay, well, now we're done with antibiotics, now we're good again, because the antibiotics are at war in your system and clearing these colonies of bacteria that you might have had for your whole life. So it's important that you give yourself that time to really recover from your course of antibiotics before just jumping back in. So if you are training while you're on antibiotics, which I do not recommend, but sometimes it's inevitable, um, you know, you're going to probably see either a decrease in pace or an increase in effort to maintain that pace or that duration. 
Um, and that could be part of the illness. It could be part of the antibiotics. It could be a mixture of both. So it's just important to kind of listen to your body and understand what's going on and know that there's a lot of effort being put into a lot of things and you're kind of firing in all cylinders. And that's really hard for your body to do for any extended period of time. And then the last one is dizziness and upset stomach. Of course, these are written on all of the bottles of antibiotics ever. Um, but your antibiotics can cause diarrhea and upset stomach and bloating and gas because you're literally changing the bacterial composition of your body. It's just what they do. And it's good because they're killing the bad bacteria. But it's bad because they're also killing the good bacteria. But that's just a byproduct, right? So, you know, the normal bacterial levels that you have in your body are being compromised. And so as you're going through all of that, and again, if you're hydrated, it's less of an issue, but it's still going to be an issue, is that you're changing the composition of your body, right? So just know that, you know, upset stomach is kind of like one of those things you just kind of have to suffer through. Um, and then the last one is a little bit more specific to a class of antibiotics known as fluoroquinolones. It's a big word. It's an SAT word, guys. Uh, and so this major class of antibiotics has things like Cipro in it. So if you've ever heard the term Cipro kind of thrown around there, this is that class. It's fluoroquinolones. Um, and it can cause weakened tendons when combined with vigorous exercise or strenuous weight-bearing activities, but it can also lead to strains and sprains um, of these of tendons, you know, not just weakened, but also like actual injuries, or it can even lead to tendon ruptures. It's one of the side effects. Um, and so when you're taking fluoroquinolones or directly after, for a while after actually, um, you're going to want to be really careful with intense exercise because those activities are already, you know, pretty unsafe. And so now that you're on these, it's going to be more unsafe. So just saying. Um, but also a note, while you're going through antibiotic courses, um, you know, you're going to want to talk to your doctor and your pharmacist about what you can and can't have when you're on them in terms of fiber, in terms of dairy, um, in terms of pre and probiotics, and in terms of supplements in general. So some supplements can absolutely 110% interfere with the way that your antibiotics work. So if you are taking a hormone supplement like testosterone, or you are taking SARMs, or you are taking creatine. These are supplements that can interact with specific types of antibiotics, and you're going to want to be really careful about taking them. So if there's ever a time to be honest with people about what you're taking, it's with your doctor while you're about to take antibiotics. <laughs> Just tell them everything because it's going to be better for you than if you leave it up to chance, you know, down the road. And if you're like super uncertain and you're just really like, you really don't want to say anything because you're scared that your doctor is going to judge you, find a new doctor because yeah, your doctor is totally going to judge you, but their job is to help you through that too, right? So, you know, if you don't trust your doctor, find one that you can. And of course, and I said this, but like it is important. You're going to want to talk to them about what foods you can and can't have uh, while you're taking your antibiotics, but also how you take them with your antibiotics. So some antibiotics can only be taken with water. Others, you know, you can have with juice or whatever. Sometimes you can't have any dairy. Sometimes you can. Um, so just make sure that you're talking, you know, to your doctor and your pharmacist about all of this stuff so that you are excruciatingly clear on what you can and can't have. Okay. Good. A, A, A plus. All right. So now that all the bad news is over, <laughs> kind of, um, I want to talk to you guys about what I learned from my doctor and all of my research about mitigating the side effects that antibiotics can have on your system. So this is the other side of the coin. So I will say that 
almost every study I read and all of the doctors that I spoke to uh, literally said that for athletes especially, but for everyone, very general here, um, when you're on antibiotics, they recommend you reduce the amount of intensity and volume of exercise and increase your fluid intake and decrease your sun exposure or increase your sun protection. Blanket statement, rest more, exercise less, care about your fluid intake a whole lot more, and just rest. Don't be in the sun. Like This is not a time for you to tan, all right? It's never a time for me to tan. This is definitely not a time for you to tan. <laughs> uh, makes me Google. Okay. So uh, to mitigate some of the side effects that you would see from antibiotics, the first one is literally just take them as directed. There's, they're written on the bottle itself. They're written on the bag that it comes in. Your doctor probably told you how to take them. So literally nothing is more important than taking them the way that they are prescribed. You're going to want to do that. And also take the entire prescription. Don't self-medicate yourself for five of the 10 days and say that your symptoms are clear and you're good to go. Because sometimes you can relapse. Sometimes your symptoms are just hiding. Sometimes you feel a little bit better, but then the next day you're going to feel a little bit worse. So if you were prescribed a certain number of days, take all of those days and take them as prescribed. All right? Good. <laughs> the next one is abstaining from alcohol. So this might seem like a kind of a dumb moment to others or a, why do you say that, Sean? Kind of moment for others. Alcohol absolutely interferes with your recovery. Bar none, 100%. As an athlete, as a weekend warrior, as someone who exercises sometimes, like it's just alcohol is just bad for you. And while it can be super, super fun, um, when you're taking antibiotics is not one of those times. So just abstain if you can. And if it's absolutely impossible for you to abstain, talk with your doctor about how much you can have and when in your course of antibiotics it's appropriate to have some. You don't ever want to take your antibiotic with alcohol. That's probably real bad. But you might be able to have it, you know, three hours after you take it or two hours before or something like that. So just communicate with your doctor or your team um, so that you can, you know, have a very clear understanding of when you can have alcohol. The other thing I want to say is that you really, really, really want to be careful with the amount of sugar and simple carbs that you're eating when you're sick, especially on antibiotics, because like I've mentioned, antibiotics interfere with your gut microbiome and the probiotics in your system. The bacteria in your system is super messed up because your body's fighting all of it, right? So the antibiotics are like, hey, are you bacteria? I'm going to kill you. And then it does. <laughs> it's not like, hey, are you good or bad? I don't know. So while you're thinking about um, the bacteria in your system, bad bacteria typically feed off of sugars. And while your body is fighting, these bacteria are going to be able to send your body messages like, hey, feed me, I want sugar. So it's also, you know, your body's easiest way of creating energy is through simple carbs. So your body's like, hey, I need some energy to continue fighting this war. And you're like, oh, sugar is going to be a really great way. No, it's the worst way. Don't do it. But also, if you take a lot of sugar or you're eating a lot of sugar or drinking a lot of sugar while you're on antibiotics, it can change your gut microbiome for the worse and make it harder for your antibiotics to fight this fight because now you're feeding the bacteria that it's trying to kill. So you can see how that would be problematic. Um, this one you're going to want to talk to your doctor about because if you're going to take probiotics and prebiotics or one or the other, 
you're going to want to make sure that it doesn't interfere with this war in your system. So I'm a huge fan of probiotics. If you follow me on Instagram or you've heard some of my other podcasts, I've mentioned this before, but probiotics are super, super important to creating and maintaining a healthy gut. Now we're still learning so much about the gut microbiome. It was like a fad five or six years ago, and it, it is literally one of like the most breaking edge pieces of this realm right now. And we're still learning about it, especially for athletes and athletic performance and how it interferes with our hormones and our performance and all this other stuff. So because antibiotics are disrupting the balance of bacteria in your gut and even wiping out colonies of good bacteria, right? Um, if you can take probiotics to help replace some of these colonies that are getting destroyed, that's going to bode well for you in the long term. But like I said, sometimes you're not allowed to have probiotics when you're on antibiotics. So just make sure that you can or ask your doctor when you can start taking them after your course of antibiotics. Sometimes you might wait 24 hours, sometimes 72. So it really does depend. Um, so probiotics are the live microorganisms commonly known as quote unquote healthy bacteria. So I just as a basic baseline, what are they? That's what they are. But they can reduce some of the side effects like bloating and diarrhea because they can help your system with this fight. They're good guys. So, you know, it, it's beneficial, but only, only for some antibiotic routes. And then if you are allowed to take the probiotic, another question is, can I take a prebiotic to feed them? Um, and if that's the case, you know, you can take pro and prebiotics either as pills or as powders, but you can also get them through foods. So if you are not allowed to have supplements, ask your doctor if you can have foods that are higher in pro and prebiotics. So some foods that contain low levels of prebiotics are like onions, garlic, bananas, chicory root, artichokes. Um, sometimes prebiotics are added to like yogurts, um, infant formulas, some bread, some cereals, stuff like that. And you can tell because they're listed on the nutrition facts, but it doesn't say like, hey, I have pre and probiotics in me. Um, they're listed as something separate. Um, and typically they're listed as either inulin, uh, oligofructose or OF, fructooligosaccharides or FOS, or galactooligosaccharides or GOS. Those are some fun words, right? More SAT words for you guys. Uh, so when you're looking at your food labels, if you see any of those terms, you know, you want to either make sure that you can take them because you've asked your doctor about them, uh, or, you know, if you're taking them after your course of antibiotics, just pay attention to how they feel in your system. And if you're feeling a little gassy or bloated or maybe a little lethargic or you have a headache or brain fog, uh, you might want to stay away from those for a couple more days, um, up to a week. Uh, because sometimes, you know, when you're taking fiber, fiber does a really good job of cleaning your gut. Uh, I don't know another way to say that in a non-gross way, uh, but fiber really helps to clean your digestive tract. So if you have high fiber, sometimes your doctor will tell you not to do that when you're taking a course of antibiotics because you don't want to clean the antibiotic out of your system. You want to keep it there as long as you can to fight the good fight. Right. So if you're eating a lot of fiber and pushing it through your system faster, it's probably not going to be as effective. So keep that in mind. Um, but another really good way to get beneficial bacteria back in your system is fermented foods, which is why your doctor might tell you not to eat these when you're on antibiotics. But if you can eat them, these are things, you know, that say like they have live or active cultures on their labels. So obviously, you know, yogurt again, but sometimes miso tempeh, um, kimchi. Uh, some cheeses sometimes, um, dill pickles, stuff like that. Um, and they should say them on the label, you know, that they have live or active cultures, but sometimes they don't. So, um, you know, just be really clear about that as well. 
Um, and then another thing that kind of surprised me, but I guess, you know, thinking about it logically makes a lot of sense is that, you know, because you're, these antibiotics are fighting all kinds of bacteria in your system, even those ones that help the body, um, some bacteria in your system produce vitamin K, um, which your body needs to make blood clots. So to reduce the impact of antibiotics on your vitamin K levels, because you're getting rid of the good bacteria producing them, you want to replace your good vitamin K, uh, you can do that with green things. I know you're going to hate it. Uh, like kale, spinach, turnip greens, collards, um, Swiss chard, parsley is iffy, uh, mustard greens, Brussels sprouts. But again, these are a little bit higher in fiber too. So just, you know, if you eat a lot of them, it's going to be bad for you. But if you eat a little bit, you'd probably be fine. And that can help you with your vitamin K again. Um, or you can take a vitamin K supplement as well. Um, but some foods that you'd probably want to avoid um, for the fiber side of things would be um, probably bananas, uh, berries, beans, lentils, nuts, um, peas, whole grains for sure. Um, and your body might crave them because you're used to eating a lot of breads or something like that, but it's not a comfort food right now. It's bad for you. Don't eat it. Um, but you know, like I said, as you're starting to, you know, finish up your course of antibiotics or maybe, you know, a couple of days after to help mitigate some of these longer lasting side effects, you can have some of these higher fiber foods and really clean your system out and feel a little bit better. So there's that. Um, and then really like the last two things are like, you know, you're going to want to rest while you're on antibiotics. Whether or not you feel like you should rest, you need to rest. Your body is fighting the good fight and you continuing to put pressure and stress on it is only prolonging this, the inevitable. It's prolonging the sickness. It's prolonging you being injured inside. Um, and it's so often overlooked, but it's so basic. It's so, it's a, oh, so basic. Um, so when you're healthy and rested, obviously your immune system uh, can deal with many, you know, insults and injuries and all this kind of stuff, right? But when you're sick, it's really, really, really hard for your body to keep up with all of that. And so, you know, injuries will hurt more. And when you're sore, you're going to be more sore because your body is, you know, not 100% focused on you performing at 100%. It's focused on you getting back to a place where you can compete at 100%. Um, so if it's at all avoidable, you know, not training and competing when you're sick is probably it's right up there. Um, and then giving yourself grace, you know, when you do get back and this is a hard thing for me too, that I'm still struggling with because I'm still within this month of recovering from antibiotic use is like, I'm used to running at a certain pace. I'm used to being able to do endurance events and, you know, really train for a longer period of time and train two or three times a day and all of these things. And I literally cannot do that. Like there were days not too long ago, like literally probably last week, where I could not get through a 10-hour workday without a nap. Like I needed, I took my lunch break as a nap. And then I ate lunch as, you know, focused as I could on my lunch while I was doing work. So tried not to be distracted, but also knew I needed to get work done. So, you know, it was it was stressful and it's it's strenuous, but I took off the time that I really needed to heal. I took off four or five days where I did nothing. I slept. I slept in my bed and then I slept on my couch. And then when I was done sleeping on my couch, I went back upstairs and I slept in my bed. And, you know, I had groceries delivered. And, you know, when I needed to take my antibiotics, I had an alarm go off and I had my mom call me just to make sure I was awake and I was taking them. Because that's what it takes, right? You have to be dedicated. You have to have that consistency, just like I've been saying for every podcast ever. Uh, you just have to remain consistent. And that's really what makes an impact on your health. So just make sure that you guys are, you know, focused on that. 
And then the last thing I can say, honestly, and this helped me so much too, and that's why I'm saying this from a genuine place, is just communicate with your doctor. Um, you know, I didn't want to go on antibiotics and they were super behind me on that for a while. And then it got to a point where my symptoms were really bad and they knew that I wanted to get back to healthy. And the best way to do that in my situation was to go on antibiotics. And we talked about a lot of options. We talked about a lot of different dosages and we talked about, you know, all these other little intricate pieces of the puzzle. And we came up with a solution together. And if you do not have a doctor you feel comfortable doing that with, I cannot urge you enough to find a new one. They want you to be better and they want to help you get there, but you have to work with them on this, right? Like I didn't want to go on antibiotics, but eventually it was the only path that I could go down where I would get better without being, you know, on on all of these other dramatic you know, situations and journeys. So I took my antibiotics. I'm feeling much better. I'm still recovering. But I'm doing all of the right things, all of the steps that I can take to feel better and to not have these longer lasting effects. So I literally can't, you know, I can't stress the communication piece enough. Your body knows what it what it wants. And sometimes those messages can get mixed. Like when you want sugar, (laughs) don't eat the sugar. Um, But just, you know, like write down your energy levels, write down what you're eating and how it impacts your energy levels, because that really does matter. And if you're noticing, you know, like you're feeling worse and worse on a course of antibiotics instead of better, like that's a sign, you know, maybe you're on the wrong one, or maybe there are other things in your diet that are impacting you, or maybe the nutritional value of the food that you're eating isn't high enough, or maybe it's too high, you know, too much fiber or whatever it is. So just, you know, you can't, you can't communicate too much with yourself, giving yourself grace, giving yourself what you need to feel less stressed or with your doctor and your doctor's team about how you're feeling and, you know, what they can do to help you feel better. So that's it. That's all I got for you. (laughs) But this divine download when I was sick and I just really, I find this kind of stuff really fascinating. And it's one of the reasons I got onto gut health in the first place, like 10 or 12 years ago was because it is really important. It's something that we don't know that much about. And I want to know everything that we can know because I know that it has such an impact on not only my athletic performance, but my mental health as well. And that that's a huge part of my life. If I don't feel well mentally, it's really hard for me to perform well as an athlete or to be the coach that I want to be for everybody. So being the top of my mental abilities and my physical abilities is really important to me. And so I'll do whatever I can to stay there. Um, And when that gets taken away, sometimes my identity as a coach and an athlete is compromised. And that's when it's important to give grace and understand, you know, everything happens for a reason and it's due time. So lean into that, understand it, enjoy the journey. And you know what, guys, thanks for tuning in today. Thanks for listening. If you have questions, y'all, please feel free to reach out to me on social media or through my website. I absolutely love getting emails with questions, especially if you have you know, an autoimmune disorder, you want to know a little bit more about my journey on antibiotics, totally happy to help you um, because I don't ever want someone to know that they have a solution to a problem, but they just don't want to ask for the help because I was in that boat for so many years and it's a, it's a lonely boat to be in. But all right. Good night. Goodbye. See you maybe next week. Uh, we've got so much to talk about. Uh, you know, some of the upcoming topics that we have on the podcast are debunking some of your top 
nutrition myths that you've reached out to me about or the effects of blue light on your body and your circadian rhythm, um, your personality and identity and how that impacts your athletic performance and how that impacts your life, and then your surroundings and your environment and how those impact you as a person and sometimes your identity as well. So many good things upcoming. So I leave you with that thought and uh, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for the support. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It was such a pleasure having you on the Crash Course Podcast brought to you by the Live Unbreakable Brands. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please leave some love on iTunes as a review so I can keep this good stuff coming at you. Or share this podcast with your friends to give them a crash course on something that you're passionate about. If you're not following me on social media yet, I would be honored to have your follow. Just search for Live Unbreakable on any major social media platform and enjoy the extra motivation and knowledge shared over there. And of course, reach out to me at liveunbreakable.com with any questions. Until next time, y'all. Mwah!